ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهد الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له اشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله صلوات الله وسلامه عليه اما بعد يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارham ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله واحسن الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر امور محدثاتها وشر امور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار ثم اما بعد الحمد لله we continue going over the sharh of usul sunnah by the great imam imam ahmed bin hanbal rahimahullahu ta'ala we have reached the statement of the imam rahimahullahu ta'ala wal iman bi shafa'at an nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa qawmin yukhrajuna min an nar ba'dama ihtaraqu wa saru fahman fayu'minu bihim fayu'maru afwan fayu'maru bihim ila nahrin ala bab al-jannah kama jaa al-athar kayfa shaa Allah wa kama wa kama yashaa wa inma huwa al-iman bihi wa at-tasdiq bihi he says this is to have faith in the intercession of the prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and to have faith that some people they will be brought out of the fire after they have been burnt therein and reduced to charcoal and then they will be ordered for them to be placed in a river by the door of paradise as it has been reported in the narration however allah however allah wills and whatever way Allah wills so that we place in this water in this river at the door of jannah however Allah wills and whatever way that Allah wills it is how that it will happen verily we are to have faith in this and to attest to its truthfulness we are to have faith in this and to attest to its truthfulness wa qala al allama فضيلة الشيخ شيخ ربيع بن هادي المدخلي حفظ الله تعالى 
He said the shafa'a is something that has been confirmed on the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and it's confirmed that it's for the Prophet sallallahu alaihi This is something that is important and is from the fundamental beliefs of the Muslims. So this is that which we have to have a firm knowledge of. Now, the ulama, they mention that the shafa'a is of various types. That the shafa'a is of various types. The first from amongst them, as the shaykh, he would mention, it is the great intercession. So the first one, it will be the great intercession. And which amidst all of his brothers from the other prophets and messengers, this great intercession is something that is specifically for our Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa And this is for the coming of Allah so that the judgment may begin. The great intercession, it is that which is only for the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa and this is so that the judgment will begin. Now, the second time is the judgment or afwan, the intercession of the Prophet wasallam for those people whose good and bad deeds are equal. Those individuals who their good and their bad is equal, the Prophet wasallam. He will make shafa'ah, intercession for them so that they can enter into paradise. This is the second type. This is the, uh, the, uh, the shafa'ah or the, the intercession for those people who their hasanat was sayyi'at the same, so on. The third type is the shafa'ah from the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam for another group of people whom the fire had been ordered for them. Okay, the fire had been ordered for them, and the Shaykh Taala is going to mention the likes of these as well. The fire had been ordered for them, so he sallallahu alaihi wasallam he will make shafa'ah for them, and then they won't enter into the fire. Now, he will make shafa'ah for them and they will enter into the fire. There will be those who their sins and their treachery will make them deserving of going to the fire. And then the Prophet will make shafa'ah for them and they will not enter into the fire. They will not enter into the fire. Now, the fourth time is the shafa'ah. For the raising of the ranks for those who have entered into paradise. Okay, so those they will have entered into paradise now. Then the Prophet will make shafa'a for them so that their ranks could be increased, so that they will go to a higher level than they initially have went to. They said then their ranks will be raised to one greater than that. Uh, 
than one greater for what the reward for their actions would have given them. So they would go to a level that would be greater than their actions had uh, called for and the like. That's the fourth type. The fifth type is the shafa'ah of the Prophet for people to enter into paradise without any reckoning. Without any reckoning. Bila hisab. With no reckoning. Naam. This is the fifth type. For people to enter into paradise without any reckoning. The sixth type is the shafa'ah from the Prophet for the lightening of punishment for those who deserve it. And the Shaykh is going to mention this. The lightening of the punishment for those who deserve it. Such as his intercession for his uncle Abu Talib that his punishment may be lightened. Naam. These are those who deserve to be punished. And the Shaykh is going to go into more detail with regards to this particular type as you find that this is an exception. This is an exception to the rule. But the Shaykh is going to explain. The seventh type is a shafa'ah from the Prophet for the permission to be granted for all the believers to enter into paradise. Now, he, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, he will make shafa'ah so that the believers can begin to enter into paradise. And the eighth type is his shafa'ah, his intercession for the people who committed major sins from amongst those who entered the fire that they may that they may be brought out of the fire. Naam. So for those who made the major sins, the kabair, the vunub, then the Prophet sallallahu and they had entered into the fire due to it, then the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam he will make shafa'a for them and then they will come out of the fire. Now and this has been reported in a hadith that has been collected by Al-Bukhari and Muslim where the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam he said Shafa'ati li-ahli al-kabair min ummati that my intercession it will be for those who commit major sins from my ummah meaning that what? that from the people who the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam will make shafa'ah for then they will be for those who made major sins from the Muslims. Those who made major sins from the Muslims. Again, this hadith has been collected by Al-Bukhari Muslim from the hadith of Abi Sa'id Al-Khudri. From the hadith Abi Sa'id Al-Khudri. Radiyallahu ta'ala anhu. Any, any, any question? Number seven? Number seven was the Shafa'ah of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam so that the believers may begin to enter into Jannah. Nah. Uh. Which one? 
Oh, one and two. Number one, the great intercession. So that the judgment will begin. That's number one. Uh, let me know you're ready for number two. Number two is the intercession of the Prophet for those people who their good deeds and bad deeds will be the same. So the Prophet will make intercession for them so that they will enter into uh, Jannah. Now, and for uh, for more on this topic, Ta'ala, the one he can refer to, Sharh al-Tahawiyya, Sharh al-Tahawiyya, by Ibn Abi al-Izz, Rahimullah Ta'ala, as he goes over these details therein. <coughs> as we mentioned, Shaykh Rabiyah, Ta'ala, he's going to touch upon these. And he, uh, as he explains it, he's going to touch upon these, inshaAllah Ta'ala. But I wanted you to have this list, so that as we go over it, then you can refer back to it. Be like a reference, inshallah ta'ala. Be like a reference. Now. Can I get the one that's after the Prophet's intercession for the ones who are in Jannah to be raised to a higher rank? Hey, please. That one? Then that will be. No, no, that will be it. <clears throat> Number five, right? Number five. Now. That's the intercession. For people to enter into Jannah without any reckoning. Number five. Yeah. They will enter into Jannah without any reckoning. Thank you. God, everyone has all eight, inshallah. Shaykh Rabbi Abdullah Ta'ala, remember now, keep this, if you can, to the side to look back to it. If not, just have it in mind, inshallah ta'ala, as you, as you flip through the pages, have it in mind, inshallah ta'ala. The shaykh, he goes on and he says, that this shafa'ah, a shafa'ah thabita lil-nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, wa hiya fi arasat yawmul qiyamah inama yashtadda bin nas al-haw, wa yadhhabuna ila Adam alayhi salatu wa salam, thumma ila Nuh alayhi salatu wa salam, thumma ila Ibrahim, عليه صلاة والسلام ثم إلى موسى عليه صلاة والسلام ثم إلى عيسى عليه صلاة والسلام وكلهم يعتذر بعذر من من الأعذار المعروفة في الحديث ثم ينتهي الأمر إلى النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم فيقول أنا لها. He says that that on the day of judgment, it will take place yani, at the site of the day of judgment when the situation becomes very difficult upon the people. It becomes very intense, very difficult. Now, because mind you, now the people have been resurrected, they have been gathered, and they're standing and they're waiting. Right? They're standing and they're waiting, and the judgment has yet to happen. The judgment has yet to happen. Now, so you can imagine. Looking at it, and of course now we can't. Uh, Allahu a'lam. We, we can't really know, you know. Uh, 
But if you can imagine now the level of anxiety one has when he's just waiting around for something in the dunya. Now, of course, the level of anxiety on that day, Allahu A'lam, is going to be way more than anything we can experience right now. Right? But you know, even from right now, when you're waiting for something and you know it's going to happen, but it hasn't happened yet, the longer you wait, the more anxious you become. Correct? The more anxious you become. Right? So you can imagine now, after a long period of time, and this is a day that is tremendous, and the people are waiting, they're going to go. And the situation has become yani, rough and intense upon the people. They're going to go to our father Adam, alayhi salatu and they're going to ask him, make shafa'a to Allah Ta'ala so that the judgment can begin. Intercede with Allah so that the judgment could begin. Right? Like the, the youth may, may, they may, and we all may recall, but the youth, because they're still going through it, it's like when you have a test, right? A big test. You know what's coming. You get to a point where you just say what? Just hurry up, just give it to me, let's get it over with. Right? Don't you feel like that? You get to the point and you say, forget it. Let's just, just give me the test, let me go. Alright? I know you feel like that. Because in Quran class, is how you be. Who wants to recite? Let me go, let me go, let me go, let me do it now before I forget. That's what, that's what Muhammad always says. Alright? <laughs> but yeah. So they're going to go to our father Adam, alayhi salatu salam, and they're going to ask him, to make shafa'a so that the judgment will begin. And then he will say what he was saying as it comes in the hadith, as the shaykh he mentioned. And then they will go to Nuh, and they will ask him. And then he will say what he was saying as it comes in the hadith, as the shaykh mentioned. And then they will go to Ibrahim, and then to Musa, and then to Isa, and they all will give the excuse as it comes well known in the hadith. And then the affair will end and with our Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And they will go to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam and they will ask him to make the shafa'a so that the judgment will begin. Upon which the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam he will say, Ana laha. He will say, This is for me. This is for me. Naam. Wa yadhab fayakhiru sajidan tahta al-arsh tawilan. So then the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam he will go. And then he will prostrate to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala under the throne. Naam. He will go to under the throne and he will prostrate to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for a long period of time. For a very long period of time. Naam. And then he will praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with praises that of which have yet to be known. Naam. He will praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with praises of which have yet to be known. Naam. Wa innama yalhamuhu Allah ta'ala iyaha fi thalik al-waqt. But rather at that time Allah ta'ala, he will inspire the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam with what to say. At that time Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he will inspire the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam with the words that are to be said at that time. Naam. So this is what it means that with praises that are yet to be known. With praises that are yet to be known. Thumma yuqalu lahu. Then it will be said to him, Irufa' rasak. It will be said to him, raise your head. Raise your head. Wasal. And it will be said to him, ask and you'll be given. Okay? Ask and you'll be given. And it will be said to him, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Washfa' to shaffa' 
Obi said to him, ask, request your intercession, meaning ask your intercession, make your intercession, and you will be granted the intercession. Ask your intercession, and you will be granted your intercession. Now, and this instance that we're speaking about now, it links back to which one of the eight? Which one of the eight? Huh? The, the, one, the first one from the... Ah, uh, the first one. The great intercession. I said it. Now, the great intercession. But you. وَلَهُ شَفَعَاتِ أُخْرَى Now, in the Prophet ﷺ, he has shafa'at أُخْرَى He has other shafa'at, other intercessions, right? As we have mentioned. Now, the Shaykh is going to go through. He says, فِي رَفِ الدَّرَجَاتِ قَوْمِ إِسْتَحَقُّ دَرَجَاتِ Dunya fil Jannah. That he would make shafa'a to raise the level of those who deserve a lesser level in Jannah. They will have incidents in Jannah, but they deserve a lesser level. Okay? So this coincides with which number? No, a number two. Four. Which one? Number? Four. Number four. Number four, right? And what's number four? What does your note say? Read it to me. They will go to a higher rank than what they than what they deserve for, right? But yeah. so these are ones who enter into Jannah, and then the Prophet so I suddenly make shafa'a so that they go to a higher a higher level in the Jannah. Now, play. Well, yashfa' fihim fayarfa'hum Allahu Taala. So he would. Make shafa'a and then Allah will raise them up. Naam. Then Allah will raise them up. Why? Because la hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. There is no power, no might except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the Prophet he will ask, he will beseech Allah to raise their ranks and Allah will raise their ranks. You see? Allah will raise their ranks. Naam. Because there is no power, no might except with Allah ta'ala. And he will make the shafa'a fi qawm. استحقوا دخول النار فيشفع فيهم فلا يدخلون النار نعم and then he will make shafa'a for people who are deserving to go to the fire but he will make shafa'a for them and then they will they will not enter into the fire now this coincides with which one number three ah see they was ready that time Wow, you didn't even open, even give him a chance to crack his mouth open. SubhanAllah. Alhamdulillah. Okay. Alright, so now you ready? Are your markets get ready? Are your mark, what does it say? Are your markets set? Are your markets set? There he is. Are your markets set? Play Then, the next one. Fi qawmin dakhlu finnaw bidhvunub allati irotakibuha then you will make shafa'a for people who entered the fire because of some sin that they had committed and because of a major sin that they had committed so the Prophet he will make shafa'a for them 
and then they will come out of the the nar. which one is this one? Hmm? No, not fanny. Huh? Hey, you are number eight. You just throwing out numbers. Yes. So alhamdulillah, and as we see there are shafa'ats. And the Shaykh he mentions, he says here, he says, وَيَشْفَعَ فِيهِمْ النَّبِيُّونَ وَالْمَلَائِكَةَ وَالصَّالِحُونَ هَذَا شَفَاعَةً وَشَفَاعَاتٍ أُخَرَ وَيُشَارِكُهُ فِيهَا الْأَنْبِيَاءَ وَالصِّدِّقِينَ وَالصَّالِحُونَ أَوْ الصِّدِّقُونَ وَالصَّالِحُونَ وَالْمَلَائِكَةَ He says, and there, uh, this, this particular shafa'a, right, or, the, or that in shafa'a, that others prophets they also will make shafa'ah. Other prophets they will also make shafa'ah, and likewise the angels they will make shafa'ah, and those who are righteous they will make shafa'ah. Huh? And hadi shafa'ah was shafa'at al-ukhr, and this particular shafa'ah and other uh, shafa'at, huh? uh, then they will be shared between the prophets, between those who are sincere. The Siddiqun, those who are sincere, and the Salihun, <coughs> and those who are righteous, and the angels. And those who are righteous, and the angels. Naam. The Shaykh says, وَأَحَدِيثُ شَفَاعَةً مُتَوَاتِرَةً وَكَثِيرَ جِدًّا رُوَى فِيهَا أو مِنْهَا فِي الصَّحِحِينَ He said that the Ahadith of Shafa'ah, then they're mutawatir. They have reached the level that they have been transmitted uh, through various chains, or they have been transmitted in, in, a, in a great number, with a, with a great abundance, right? This, these ahadith have been translated, or have been transmitted with great abundance, okay? And there are many ahadith that mention the shafa'ah. From them, uh, you have narrations that come inside of al-Bukhari and Muslim. Naam, al-Bukhari and Muslim. Uh, that and Muslim in particular, that ahadith in kathira. And Muslim in particular, he has many ahadith therein which speak about shafa'ah. وَمِنْهَا حَدِيثِ أَبِي سَعِيدِ الْمَشْحُورِ And from them is the hadith of Abu Sa'id that is well known. وَأَنَّهُ يَعْنِي يَشْفَعَ الرَّسُولُ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ فَيَقُولُ أَخْرِجْ مِنَ النَّارِ مَنْ كَانَ فِي قَلْبِهِ مِثْقَالُ دِنَارٍ مِنَ الْإِيمَانِ that famous hadith that comes from the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, where he will say, "Take out of the fire," or he'll make the shafa'ah, huh, so that they will come out of the fire. Take out of the fire the one who has in his heart faith equal to one dinar, the faith that is equal to one dinar. Now, now I don't know if you know how big a dinar is, but it's not. It's not terribly big. Right? It's not terribly big. So you see that faith, subhanAllah, the proper faith, the proper aqidah, there's nothing like it. The proper aqidah, there's nothing like it. Naam? Because that's what's going to get the people out the nar. The ones who went to the nar because they had some ma'asiyah, they had some sin, what's going to take them out is their iman. Is their iman. You see? There's nothing, there's nothing that's comparable. Uh, to, to, uh, uh, it's not, there's no commodity, or there's not even commodities, the wrong word maybe. But there's nothing... That is comparable. There's nothing that we got to get that's going to be better than the proper iman. Period. Nothing. Nah. But yeah. 
ثم then not just a dinar. Then the Prophet would say, ثم مثقال نصف دينار من الإيمان. Then he would say, and the one who has a half of dinar, a half of weight of a dinar in his heart, then let then let him come out, take him out. So you got a dinar, and then a half a dinar come out. طيب. No, just يعني the weight or يعني the weight of a dinar, the weight of a dinar, which is not it's not terribly heavy. Yeah, nah. Allah, nah. It's not, it's not terrible. It's not a lot. But then the one who has a half of that, طيب. ثم مثقالو نواتن. And then the one who has the like of the the amount of faith that is equal to a kernel, a kernel, right? And we ain't talking about Sanders. <laughs> but yeah, a kernel, right? So that's mashallah. ثم مثقال ذرة من الإيمان أو من إيمان and then the one who has the like of an atoms the like of an of amount of an atom of إيمان he'll make shafaa for that one to come out ضيّم ثم قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم ثم من يمتلك من الإيمان أدنى 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 مثقال ذرة من إيمان. سبحان الله. Then the one who has the smallest, the smallest, the smallest, the smallest amount of إيمان, even that which is smaller than the atom. Even that which is smaller than the atom, that which is smaller, 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 smaller than the atom yet of iman, take him out. So basically, what everyone who has within him iman, you see, everyone who has within him iman, he will come out of the fire. Why? Because from the aqid of Ahlul Sunnah and Jama'ah, as you see, as it comes in this hadith, and this hadith has been collected in Sahihain, ah, uh, has been collected in Al Bukhari and Muslim. Has been collected in Al Bukhari and Muslim. So we see that the Aqid of Ahlul Sunnah and Jama'ah is based upon a text. Because from the Aqid of Ahlul Sunnah and Jama'ah is that no Muslim will stay in hell forever. No Muslim will stay in hell forever. It's absolutely impossible for any Muslim to stay in hell forever. Impossible. Why? Because this is the value of Iman. Iman is so precious, it's so valuable, it's not going to be around in the hell forever. La. La. Those who have Iman, they'll be punished due to a sin, then they will come out of the fire. They'll be punished for their sins for as long as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wills that they be punished. Okay? But eventually, they will come out of the fire. Eventually, they will come out of the fire. So this hadith is a clear proof and a refutation against those who say that there will be Muslims who stay in hell forever. Nah. Anyone with the faith, they will come out. They will come out of the fire. And who will take them out of the fire? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Those who make shafa'a, they will ask Allah, right? But ultimately, it's only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who will what? Who will accept that request or reject that request and who would take these people out or raise their levels or so on and so forth. Naam.
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, يَخْرِجُ الْمَوَاحِدِينَ مِنَ النَّارِ Allah, He will take those who make tawheed out the fire. Those who have the tawheed, Allah will bring them out the fire. بِمَا مَعْهُمْ مِنَ الْإِيمَانِ Because of that which they have with them from faith. Ain't proper faith. وَلَوْ كَانَ أَجَنَا مِنْ مِثْقَالَ ذَرَّ Even if it's smaller than an atom. Even if it's smaller than an atom. كَمَا ثَبَتَ ذَلِكَ فِي الْأَحَدِيثُ الصَّحِيحَةِ Just like that has been confirmed in authentic narrations. Authentic ahadith, hadiths. طيب. But, ma'asif, وَيَنْكِرُ هَذَا الشَّفَاعَةَ الْخَوَارِجِ وَالْمُعْسَزِلَ وَالْرَوَافِضَ وَغَيْرُهُمْ مِنْ أَحْلِ الضَّلَالِ But, with great regret, unfortunately, you have those from the khawarij, yeah? uh, those from the khawarij, who they deny this intercession. The khawarij, they deny this intercession. Now, likewise, the Mu'tazila, they deny this intercession. And the Rawafid, the Rafida, Shia, they deny this. And others from them, from the people of, who are straight. They deny this intercession. They say there's no intercession. Huh? But the intercession, it is something that is uh, firmly established in the book in the Sunnah. But they deny it. Even still. We ask Allah Ta'ala to save us from the likes of this uh, astrayness. Ameen. Allah Ta'ala, He says, وَلَا يَشْفَعُونَ إِلَّا لِمَنِ and they will not be granted the shafa'ah or uh, there will be no shafa'ah except for the one whom Allah Ta'ala pleases. But if the intercession, it will only be for the one whom Allah Ta'ala is pleased with. But if and you have from the people of innovation those who they utilize the general verses that are speaking about the kuffar and are not speaking about the believers as proofs to deny their belief in shafa'ah. Okay? So these general ayats that are speaking about the kuffar they wrongly use these ayats to say there's no shafa'ah. Now, when the reality of it is, is that there's no shafa'ah for the kuffar, but there is shafa'ah for the believers. You understand that? Uh, for the kuffar, there's no shafa'ah. But but the believers, then there's shafa'ah, because as confirmed by the book in the sunnah. But yeah, from those ayat is Allah Ta'ala's statement, مِنْ قَبْلِ أَنْ يَأْجِيَ يَوْمٌ لَا بَيْعٌ فِيهِ He says, before the day comes, right? Before the day comes, and there will be no bargaining therein, no friendship, and there will be no intercession. Before the day comes, and there will be no bargaining, no bay'ah, no bargaining, huh? And no friendship and no intercession. This is particularly about who? The kuffar. 
that for the kuffar, when that day comes, there's no bargaining, there's no friendship, there's no intercession for them. Ayat kathira fitnafi shafa'a an al kuffar. The Shaykh says you have many verses that uh, show that there is no shafa'a, there is no intercession for the disbelievers. For the disbelievers, there's no shafa'a. Naam. فَمَا تَنْفَعُهُمْ شَفَاعَةُ الشَّافِعِينَ As Allah Ta'ala, He says, And they won't be benefited from the intercession of those who intercede. Meaning who? The kuffar. That the kuffar, they won't be benefited from the intercession of those who intercede. وَتَعَلُقَ أَهْلِ الْهَوَاءِ بِهَذِهِ الْعَمُومَاتِ The people of desires, they hold on to these generalities. Without understanding who is being discussed and who is being addressed, they hold on to these generalities. And they leave off these texts. That I have been narrated with abundance, many chains, huh? all these ahadith from the Sunnah of the Prophet وسلم, which point to the fact and establish the fact that there's going to be shafa'ah for the believers. They leave these things off. They leave them off, right? And also, they leave off some of the verses of the Quran which clearly point to the fact that there will be shafa'ah for those believers. That those believers, they will be granted shafa'ah. Those believers whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He's pleased with them. Those believers whom Allah ta'ala is pleased with them, they will get shafa'ah. As Allah ta'ala says in Surah Al-Anbiya, in verse 28, And they will, know, there will be no shafa'ah except for those whom Allah is pleased with. Except for those whom Allah is pleased with. Naam. And Allah Ta'ala He says, وَلَا تَنْفَعُوا الشَّفَاعَةِ عِنْدَهُ إِلَّا لِمَنْ أَذِنَ لَهُ It's in Surah Al-Sabah. Verse number 23. Allah Ta'ala He says, And uh, they will not benefit from the shafa'ah, or there will be no shafa'ah in, in, in His presence, except for the one who He has allowed that shafa'ah for. Okay, so the shafa'ah has to be for the one whom Allah Ta'ala allows shafa'ah to be given for that person and one whom Allah Ta'ala is pleased with. The kuffar, they won't be uh, given permission that shafa'ah be made for them. Naam. It won't be given permission that they can have shafa'ah. Abadan, and it will never be accepted for the kuffar. For those who come Yom Qiyamah and a kuffar, no shafa'ah for them. No shafa'ah. There's no bay'ah, naam, no khulla, and no shafa'ah. There's no bargaining, there is no friendship, and no shafa'ah for the kuffar. Now listen to this point. The Shaykh he says, because see, this is what people don't understand. Because they don't realize that it's Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who grants the shafa'ah. It's Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who allows the shafa'ah and who grants the shafa'ah. And no matter how great an individual may be, his status has no bearing on this reality. Uh, a person can never become so great that it will be like he wanted. Nah. No. Allah ta'ala akbar. Subhanallah. 
Allah, He's greater than that. Allah is far removed, it's far greater. Glory be to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Right here. The Shaykh, he brings an example. He says, حَتَّى أَنَّ إِبْرَاهِيمَ عَلَيْهِ الصَّلَاةُ وَالسَّلَامُ يَسْفَعَ فِي عَبِيهِ فَلَا تُقْبَلْ شَفَاعَةً وَلَا تُقْبَلْ شَفَاعَةً He said that even Ibrahim والسلام, he would make shafa'ah for his father. Remember his father died kafir. He would make shafa'ah for his father, but it won't be accepted. His shafa'ah won't be accepted. We're talking about Ibrahim والسلام. Shaykh Rabi'i he says, Ibrahim Abu Anbiya. He said, Ibrahim is the father of the prophets. Huh? And what a great station and a, and a tremendous uh, status Ibrahim والسلام, he has and Allah. Ibrahim والسلام, Khalilullah. He is يعني, the Khalil of Allah Ta'ala. He would make shafa'ah for his father, but it won't be accepted. It won't be accepted. Okay? Now remember, if you look back to your notes, right? We mentioned that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he will make shafa'ah for uh, his uncle. Right? His uncle. What's the name of his uncle? Abu Talib. He will make shafa'ah for Abu Talib. And remember I mentioned that we're going to get more into detail with this, but basically this was an exception to the rule. This was an exception to the rule. Because the general rule is that the kuffar, there's no shafa'ah for them. Right? But the exception will be for Abu Talib. The exception will be for Abu Talib. Naam. So the Shaykh says, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam khasa fi Abi Talib. That the Prophet sallallahu he will have a specific shafa'ah that will be only for Abu Talib. That will be only for Abu Talib. Naam. Yashfa'afi. He would, he would make shafa'ah for him. He would intercede on his behalf. وَهُوَ فِي أَعْمَاقُ النَّارِ Or أَعْمَاقُ النَّارِ He will be in the deepest, you know, portion of the fire. He will be in the deepest portion of the fire. So the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam will make shafa'ah for him. فَيَخْرُجُ إِلَى ضَحْضَاحِ مِنَ النَّارِ So he, or مِنَ النَّارِ So, after making intercession for him, Abu Talib will go from the deepest yani, portion of the fire to the shallowest portion of the fire. Okay? So he'll make intercession for him and his punishment in the fire will be lightened. It will be lightened. So he will go from the deepest to the lightest. But this is something that's only specific to the Prophet wasallam and only specific to Abu Talib. Only specific to Abu Talib. So this, this we said, this is an exception. So that that particular one, and which number was that? Number six. Then this is an exception. It's only for the Prophet وسلم, and it will only be answered for Abu Talib. Now that he will go from the deepest portion of the fire to the lightest portion of the fire. But because he died upon kufr, he'll never come out the fire. He'll never come out the fire. Now. And, 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 and therein also shows you another example of the importance of Iman and the status of Iman is that Abu Talib, he was one who used to help the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. He used to aid the Muslims. Now, he was the uncle of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. He helped to raise the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. But with all that as it may, with his kinship and that he helped the Muslims, 
because he did entrance to Al-Islam, his aid for the Muslims, his affection towards the Muslims and the like, right? And his kinship to the Prophet ﷺ, none of that would avail him. None of that would avail him. You understand? None of it would avail him. You see? And this is for the uncle of the Prophet ﷺ. So it shows us that what? Islam is not inherited. Islam is not inherited. Huh? Islam is not inherited. And your kinship is not going to benefit you. The only thing that's going to benefit you is the Iman. So you find that what? Everybody is on a, is on a level playing field. Everybody is on a level playing field. No one has any advantage over anybody else. Your kinship can't give you an advantage. Your gender can't give you an advantage. The color of your skin can't give you no advantage. The uh, language you speak will give you no advantage. No advantage. Everyone's on the same level. The only thing that's going to give you an advantage over anyone else is what? Your level of Iman. Your level of Iman. That's it. That's it. That's the only thing that's going to help you. The only thing that's going to avail you. You see? Because we have Abu Talib, didn't avail him. Now you think about his service to Islam and to the Muslims and so on and so forth. But because he didn't enter into Islam, none of that means nothing. So if you reflect upon this now, this is Abu Talib, the uncle of the Prophet You say to yourself, why do people get so mad when the Muslims say, Mother Teresa, because she died a Kafir, none of what she did means anything. They get mad. They say, how you say that? She died a Kafir. Yeah, Muslims get mad at you. Muslims get mad at you. Yeah. Muslims get mad at you. Say, what do you say about Mother Teresa? Why are you talking bad about her? She's a Kafir. She's a Kafir all. Uh, I don't care what she did in her lifetime. All the good and humanitarian, quote-unquote, things she did, was it better than Abu Talib? No. No. Because when she was doing what she was doing, was she trying to help the Muslims? No. She was trying to spread kufr. She was trying to spread shirk. She being nice, she feeds you because she wants you to worship Isa. This is the reality. Huh? She wants you to worship Isa. Right? And Isa is free from her. You see? But yeah. And they get mad. You even have people get mad when you remind them that Martin Luther King, he's a Kafir, and thus nothing to write home about. Care what he did. Don't mean nothing to us. It's not our friend of Russia. It's not our standard. Right? It's not our standard. Okay? They get mad. But he did a lot. This is that is civil rights. You black, you should have, you know, connection. La. My connection is not to anyone based upon skin. It's based upon Iman. Huh? Verily, the believers are brothers. But yeah, very simple. This one didn't believe, so he has no he has no he has no status with us. He has no status with us. I want you to look at this as yet another example that the people of the Sunnah, when they be saying what they're saying, is not from nowhere. You understand? Because you'll say something, you remind people, Mother Teresa, she's a Kafir. Okay, she died upon Kufr. Martin Luther King, Kafir, died upon Kufr. Marcus Garvey, died upon Kufr. And whoever else that they idolized, Pope John Paul, who, whatever, died upon Kufr. You understand? Huh? And then they get mad at you, and they say, but what do you say? Why do you say things like this? 
it's not that I'm saying these things based upon me, but this is clear. If you look with the sound mind, the sound aqidah, you look at the proofs and the texts from the kitab and the sunnah, then you realize how can this not be the case when Abu Talib is in the Nahr? Abu Talib is in the Nahr. So how Marcus Garvey and the Pope and the going to be in Jannah? No way. No way. Ibrahim's father's in the Nahr. Huh? But these people are going to be in Jannah because of what? Because? Come on. Anyway, this is, now you understand that the ulama, Ahl Sunnah wa Jama'ah, when they speak, they don't just be talking from nowhere. It's based upon their knowledge of the deen is why they're saying what they're saying. So these things are very important for us to understand. Now, the Shaykh, he says, So the Kuffar, as Allah Ta'ala, he says, فَمَا تَنْفَعَهُمْ شَفَاعَةُ الشَّافِعِينَ The Kuffar, then they won't benefit from the intercession of those who intercede. وَأَمَّا الْمُؤْمِنُونَ But regards to the believers, ah, Allah Ta'ala, he says, and this is important to understand, because see, this is what led the Sufiya to the wrong way, because they're looking at the one who gives the shafa'ah. They keep looking at the one who's going to make the intercession, not realizing that it's not about the one who makes the intercession, but it's about the one who grants the intercession. Okay? Anybody could put forth a request. As you understand that, right? Because we saw the shafa'ah is something that will be shared between the prophets, the messengers, huh? the mala'ika, the angels, and the righteous from amongst the Muslims. The righteous ones from amongst the Muslims will make shafa'ah from the siddiqeen, salihin, huh? and the like. They'll make shafa'ah. So you can't look at the one who's making a shafa'ah, but it's the one who grants the shafa'ah. The one who grants the shafa'ah. Because no matter how great the one who makes the shafa'ah is, if Allah don't accept it, it's not accepted. As we see in the case of Ibrahim, alayhi salatu salam, with regards to his father. You understand? Now you name me one of the awliya better than Ibrahim, alayhi salatu salam. You can't, because none of them is. <laughs> Very simple. None of them are. Huh? But you. So this is what set people off on the wrong way. But listen to what Allah subhanahu, uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, listen to what He says. He says, وَكَمْ مِنْ مَلَكٍ فِي السَّمَاوَاتِ He said, how many angels? We're talking angels now. Angels. How many angels in the heavens? لَا تُغْنِي شَفَاعَتُهُمْ شَيْئًا Who their shafa'a won't avail you in the least. How many angels in the heaven, their shafa'a won't avail you whatsoever, won't help you, won't benefit you, period. Won't benefit you. Illa, except. Now there are conditions, okay? That even if a malik, even if an angel makes shafa'a, it's not going to benefit anyone except that, illa min ba'di an Allahu. Except that after Allah allows it. Even if an angel makes shafa'ah, it's not going to mean nothing until after Allah allows it. So even before he makes that shafa'ah, what? Allah has to allow him to make that shafa'ah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grants him permission to make that shafa'ah. You see, and this is why we tell the people from the Sufiya, why are you praying to this one dead in the grave? Oh, you want to make shafa'ah. What are you talking about shafa'ah? Abdullah, worship Allah Ta'ala. That's what will be shaykh. Don't make shirk with Allah Ta'ala. That one dead in the grave, he's not, he can't help you. He won't benefit you, he won't hurt you. 
So what are you worrying about that for? Worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Huh? Because you're talking about shafa'ah, he can't make shafa'ah unless Allah allows him. And this is the, one of the, 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 the conditions. Is that Allah ta'ala has to allow that the shafa'ah be made. And Allah ta'ala will only allow the shafa'ah be made for the one who he's pleased for that person to make shafa'ah. So it's not like anybody can just go make shafa'ah. Nah. Allah has to allow him because Allah is pleased with him. So Allah is pleased with the one who makes the shafa'ah. He's pleased with the one who makes the shafa'ah. Allah is pleased with him. And then Allah allows him. So Allah Ta'ala, he says, إِلَّا مِنْ بَعْدِ أَنْ يَأْذَنَ اللَّهُ لِمَنْ يَشَاءُ Only after Allah allows him, right? Because Allah is pleased with the one who's making the shafa'ah. Allah allows him to make shafa'ah. For what? لِمَنْ يَشَاءُ For the one whom Allah allows shafa'ah be made for him. So it's not just that the, Allah is pleased with the one who makes the shafa'ah, but he's also pleased with the one who the shafa'ah is made for. Okay? So Allah has to allow you to do the shafa'ah, and he's pleased with the one who makes the shafa'ah, and the one who the shafa'ah is made for. Okay? So the ayah, it goes on, and it says, إِلَّا مَنْ بَعْدِ أَنْ يَأْذَنَ اللَّهُ لِمَنْ يَشَاءُ Except for the one whom Allah Ta'ala has allowed shafa'ah be made for them and the one whom Allah is pleased with. And the one whom Allah is pleased with. So here, so therein, then there are the, uh, the conditions for the acceptance of a shafa'ah. That Allah Ta'ala is what He allows it and He's pleased with the one who makes the shafa'ah and He's pleased for the one who the shafa'ah is made for. And Allah Ta'ala He says, مَنْ الَّذِي يَشْفَعُ إِلَّا and who can make shafa'ah with Allah except that Allah has to allow him? Right? And this is why we, we remind the people, Worship Allah. Don't make shirk with Allah, period. Worship Allah and do not make shirk with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because no matter what status one reaches, no one can make shafa'ah in the presence of Allah ta'ala except that Allah ta'ala allows him to do so. No one is going to stand in front of Allah and do what he want to do. Allah. Subhanallah. Allah is greater than that which the people say about him. The Shaykh, he says, فَهَذِهِ الشَّفَاعَةِ He says, so this particular shafa'ah uh, or shafa'ah is that which is for the believers. Now, it's for the believers and is that which is has been established in the Kitab and the Sunnah, the Sunnah Mutawatira, those narrations that have come in great abundance, many ahadith authentic pointing to that there will be a shafa'ah, that the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he will make shafa'ah, and that other than him will make shafa'ah, uh, so that the believers, they can be raised in their ranks, so that uh, those who had entered or make shafa'ah so that individuals will not enter into the fire, so that believers won't enter into the fire. And the shafa'ah will be made for other people so that they will come out of the fire. Uh, the Shaykh says, uh, as we previously had mentioned, uh, and as that which comes in the authentic hadith, he says, And this is what Ahlul Sunnah believes in. Uh, and it is a fundamental principle from the fundamental principles uh, of uh, the Sunnah 
يخالفون في ذلك أهل الأهواء من الخوارج والروافض وأهل الباطل but the people from the khawarij and from the rafida the shia and the other people who are astray from, like from the mu'tazila as the shaykh mentioned before and those who tread upon the way of these ones then they differ with this and they go against this and they contradict this and they deny it however as the imam mentioned yajibu ala mu'min bidhalika yu'minu wa yusaddiqu shaykh rabihi mentions that but it's wajib upon the believer that we believe in it and that we affirm it, we attest to the truthfulness. And like the Imam, he mentioned, And that verily it is that we have to believe in it properly and we have to affirm and attest to its truthfulness uh, about this issue of the shafa'ah. The next chapter, it goes on, uh, speaking about the khuruj of al-Dajjal, the coming out of the Dajjal but inshallah we'll save this to the next dars فنكتفي بهذا القدر وصلى الله وسلم على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين